The Maramataka, or the Māori Lunar Calendar, marks the various moon phases, which then act as a guide to the best days for fishing, planting and collecting shellfish. Each phase of the moon has a certain name. Fero, for example, is the phase of the new moon, and Tiria is good for planting food. The Maramataka also relates to which days are good for doing certain activities. So there's Tangaroa days, they train on the water, in the water or near the water. So those tamatea, all our calendars, over 600 of them that we've got, tell us those tamatea days are unpredictable. Be careful when you're out on the water uh, because the wind's unpredictable, uh, rain's unpredictable, the whole weather pattern's unpredictable, and guess what? People are unpredictable on those days too. So they say when you get around to those days, to plan and plan for the unexpected. And so these calendars are just more than fishing and planting, but also about how you live your lives, eh? And it tells us that there are days when you slow down. In this continuing series about the Maramataka, we feature highlights of a presentation thanks to Anahira Sadler of Rotorua Library. Ririata Makiha discusses his work within the Maramataka, acquired from Te Whare Wānanga. E akunui, e akurahi, kuera te kaupapa o te hōtaka e hariake nei. That's coming up in this edition of Te Ahika. The Māori lunar month cycle is 29 days, but the maramataka varies from region to region, so the hokianga moon phases will differ to the west coast, and the same with Te Whanua Apanui near the east coast region. Here we join Ririata Magiha with part two of this episode. He talks about how he acquired the knowledge of the maramataka. Between 1970 and 1978, I was a student of the old Whare Wānanga where we were taught in the dark and we weren't allowed to record anything. And some of the stuff we were taught were ngā krakia, ngā tauparapara, but also these, some of the puropuraki, see there's only 21, you had to memorise them more. This particular uh, puropuraki captures the separation of our, of our summer months and our winter months. Ngā peka o te raumati me ngā peka o te hōtoke. Pēnei ana haere ia puihi hīrere, pūrere ahu aua hīroa te manu i te rā, haere te puatawhifi o tautoru. Haere ia mati ti kura, mati ti hana, mati ti muramura, mati ti kaiwai, mati ti raurehu, mati ti rautapata, mati ti rauangina te ata uraura te ata i toaia. Haere te kāhui takurua i ki ai wero i te nīnihi, wero i te kōkota, Wero i te whakataka, i punga rehu ai o koutou tinana takurua uru, takurua angina, takurua aio. So those are the, that first part, ngā matitira, there's actually one missing. Ngā matitira, those are the separation of our summer months. So that matitikura, te rā te wai, mawai roto te ngahere, ngā kākono, so those little red berries in the bush, they ripen on that day, uh, at that time, and that uh, tohu tera mo te matitikura. So matiti hana is when the poor wānanga, the poor reinga, the clematis flowers. The white one, you know, up in the glade there. And your fellas flowering actually is a month after ours up the far north. So hererike, that's why they hererike ngā maramataka ne. So don't believe those fellas who come from Hokianga and say, hey, this is the maramataka. 
Kawahakapono. Get your own maramatakas. Set your own maramataka and don't listen to anyone else. Because every maramataka is individual. Here, Reriata talks about the phases of the maramataka, two being hotoke and raumati, winter and summer. Mātiti hana and mātiti muramura are raumati or summer phases. There are signs of this phase in the natural world, particularly seen in the pohotukawa. We get to mātiti hana. Mātiti muramura is an interesting time of the year. So that's when the pohotukawa and the rata a flower, they turn red. So the end of the matiti hana phase, if you watch a pohutukawa, ka kite koe ka ha ma te ka uru o te pohutukawa, it turns white, eh? And that signals the end of matiti hana. So you're heading into the third phase of summer matiti muramura. And that's when the pohutukawa flower and the rata flower, ka muramura katoa te ngahere. So that's the wa te matiti muramura. Interesting thing around matiti muramura, uh, is that when uh, a poem there anyway, it signals the start of the, the migration of some of our ika. And so we get down to Matiti, Matiti Kaiwai, interesting one that. So that's our time of, uh, I think you fellas might know it as Kohitatea. Kohitatea to mean January, according to the Gregorian calendar. So Kiamato, for us, the January period called the Waru Ikataina Erehua. That's the matiti kaiwai. Now, when the ground dries and opens up, kahia kaikitewai, got the kaiwai tena. And our kupu for that time of the year, got the wadu ikataina e rehua. So, rehua, when rehua rises in the face of the sun, kamaroke te finua, kakatakata te finua. So, that's your tohu. Rehua te mea koia. Rehua is the atua for the matiti muramura and the matiti kaiwai phase of our summer. So tino rereke ne. But also around, uh, well, now that we're talking about rehua, rehua is the star that a lot of the Tainui people use for their maramata, start of their maramataka. Uh, rehua sitting in the west. Ne? It's the same time as puanga, that we use up north, same time as Puanga rising in the east. And so, and that was about the 8th of June. And then Matariki, that everyone celebrating, rises eight or nine days later. So if you're sitting on Maramataka and you're from the west coast, don't use Matariki, too late. Hey, leave it for the fellas on this side, eh? Uh, down in uh, Maketu, then all the East Coast tried to painohe. So they use rehua setting in the west, puanga rising in the east, same time, or later on, later on you can use matariki. Koto o terawa, mai maketu, you can use any three of them. Lucky fellas. <laughs> some, some of you fellas are lucky, you know. Take your pick. What's the importance of that, though, celebrating the new year? That before you can celebrate something new, you've got, got to get rid of the old. And so you have to put a pau to say this is where we're going to start. But before you start moving to the new year, you have to clear out the old year. And if you had kaupapa that you have to drag into the new year, don't drag the old one in. Renew it, reversion it, change it so it doesn't look like it was before. Ne? Kataria koe ki te tauhau. He tuku inga mea 
let him float out to the sea and then you bow and then you celebrate the new year fresh. That's the reason for having these having these um, uh, markers for your new year, for your maramataka. And it's up to you to decide. Hey, see that stuff that rangi mata mua ko ngā kōrero tawhito tērā o mua, ne? And wonderful stuff to listen to, ne? Uh, but mokoto, if you want to do a maramataka, set your own maramataka, tirohia ngā tohu o te rangi, tohu o te whenu, tohu o te moana. But decide when you... When your old year ends and when your new year is going to start, so they don't have to start the same, you know, today and then start tomorrow. You can you can leave it for three or four weeks if you want, but you have to have an end for the old year. And that's the important thing about this, uh, what we're doing with all these celebrations around Matariki. I bet if you ask a lot of these people celebrating Matariki. Did you get rid of the old year? They wouldn't know what you're talking about, hey. But tera te tikanga mua, ne? So how did we used to do it? Well, there's an understanding of ngā tai o te whenua, ne? So you got the, the tai timu, the outgoing tide. So the old people in the Maui, we hear te tahitangata. People were ill in heaps of radu radu. They take them down to the water on the outgoing tide, ne? The tai timu, and they let go. Tuguna to te wai. And some people used to float, actually make little boats up and float them out on the tide and let them all go out to the, the deepest part of the ocean. For the incoming tide. The incoming tide of Taipari is a different energy. Eh? So it brings in uh, new energy, positive energy, uh, strength, all those sorts of things into the people, into the estuaries and into the into the community or even into the environment that you're living in. And that's the, that's the krakia that they do for the, the huringaki te tauhau, bringing in all that new positive energy. Eh? So, uh, so a lot of our whānau are going back to that practice now. Raurehu, oh, that's about uh, early February when the kids go back to school. You see a white covering on the ground. Uh, looks a bit like kohu. But a hara, it's a, I think it's a powder, we don't know what it is. Uh, someone might get a chance to go and find a seed and capture it, put it into a brown paper bag and take it off to CSI and get it, get it analysed, because we haven't had uh, So then we will know what it is. Here, Ririata Makiha explains Te Tapata, known as the sixth phase of summer, and how this phase is evident in the bush. And you can hear them falling through the leaf and then onto the dry litter beds. So that's, I think they call them eco sourcing these days, flash names for them. And that's when our old people used to go out too to get the seeds for rejuvenating forests and stuff like that. Te mati te rau tapata. Te mati te rau angina is when you see ngā rau e kanikani maiana, the free fall, e tohu maiana tērā, that's the end of summer. Te mati te rau angina. And the references there to te ata uraura and te ata itoia, uh, there's actually te ata uraura is the, the whare and te ata 
Those are atmospheric conditions where these matiti live, are housed. There are others that the puwewera and the pumahana are just the kainga and the, the fare and the kainga, where those hot ones, the, the ones around the, the what do you kataina erehua. So there's the puwewera and the pumahana. And the last of those houses, those atmospheric conditions, is rangi tuhia and rangi tafakawa. Uh, the last two whare and kainga for those matiti, where those matiti reside. And those kupu, those kōrero, are actually atmospheric conditions under which those matiti uh, reside and live in, and are observable. And so all these, all these uh, and there's heaps of them there, tohuana mo te tahaki te maramataka, uh, how the maramataka actually works he wrote okay in a korero ngā wai ho tanga iho ngā mātua nei and this is going to be part of a, a kaupapa that we're going to be saved in our kura uh, at the moment and then eventually when we get real clever and Tamati's down the back he's going to be the cleverest of them all because he's going to design us an online university where we can upload this up into a, a that, but they're not going overseas they're not going into the cloud <laughs> They're not going to go anywhere but on this finua. Everyone thinking about putting them upline so we can share. Rangi Kaheke and Jaden will talk about the way they're collecting information now around the Maramataka for, for mental health issues. Eh? We've got six peka or te hotoke, six phases of winter, and they're actually eight phases of summer. So these maramataka were brought down from the Pacific, and when they got down here on those waka, they were adapted to our local conditions there. So we're going to go now, how is this maramataka used these days? Well, a lot of people are using them for fishing, planting, uh, exercise, and all those sorts of things. But I was running a, a maramataka wānangai hangatiki, and then Ricky Solomon was in the audience. And Ricky Solomon asked me, he said, Matua, can the maramataka track the incidence of suicides? And I straight away I said, yes, it can. Human behavior, animal behavior uh, matters not under a lunar cycle. And I said, if you go and get some data, this is where you'll find the high numbers. So he told me to find the high numbers. I said, Fido will be your highest. Oh, you fellas know about Fido, yeah. <laughs> Tangaro, you know, all those days around here, I said, those will be your highest numbers. And I said, if you've got a whole year's data, August will be your highest month, if you follow and you understand the maramataka. He went ahead and got 10 years of data from the coroner's office, and they all lined up to what we, where we said they would be. So what does that tell us? Well, it tells us we can actually do something about it. Mm. Yeah? We can do something about it. Because you know when the danger periods are. So families are changing the way they're doing things. Not just with their tamariki, but with the whānau, with their mokopuna. So we're going to go to that, that um, activity this, uh, to show you just what whānau are doing. But interesting, eh? Now, some of you might be asking, well, why August? So as for us up home there, what we call August Te Aponga. And Te Aponga recognises the fact that Kahore Heaha, 
ne i hanga tia i ahuno mai rānei ka noho wehe i tēnei ao ahakoa matangaro ka mohi o tia te mauri. Nothing was ever created or emerged in this world to live in isolation so that even a hidden face can be detected by its impact on something. So we recognise that we don't deal with things in isolation and that's the, the whole purpose of, of uh, recognising te aponga because te aponga, there's life and death. And so the focus of the Aponga period, for us anyway, is to put all those gardens back, the kai, the way, and all the oranga motefana. That's around that Aponga period. Kite kore, kahare mainga me o te pō, te tiki mai ākoe. Yeah, and that's why they focus on the te ora o te tangata. Ne? So instead of focusing on the mate o te tangata, like the clinical stuff does, we focus on te oranga. Push the tahaki te oranga. And that's kai, wai whenua whare. According to Reriata, the maramataka encompasses the four po or pillars, water, good food, land and housing. These four po are pivotal for all-round oranga or health. And as more people become interested in the maramataka, more iwi, or tribal groups, are taking it upon themselves to find their own. Uh, our whānau up north are compiling theirs. Up the far north, around Hokianga, they're compiling theirs. And we're going to see some really interesting stuff coming through here about what families are doing in terms of that mental health and oranga space. Eh? So we're not going to concentrate on mental health. We're going to concentrate on te oranga. Yeah. Does that make sense? And these uh, maramataka dolls are going to guide us there. We don't need references, do we? <laughs> so anyway, that's enough for me. What I was going to do at the end here is I've been working with, um, with Te Arawa, like I said earlier. I got a bit cheeky a couple of years ago yeah, and brought this uh, maramataka down, and Amnahira loves it. So. And I said, uh, these maramataka from Hokianga, there's good news and bad news. Good news is from Hokianga, bad news, it won't work here. Tēnā koe, Reriata Mākeha nō te mahurehure te aroa. Recorded at a recent presentation hosted by Rotorua Library. Thanks to Anahira Sadler and, of course, Reriata Mākeha for allowing Tiahika to record the session. That's the show for another week in the series about the Maramataka, which wraps up next Sunday. Kote Marako ia kaite noho ora pai e koto mea ta fakarongo mai kiteriao irirangi o Aotearoa. Join Tiahika next Sunday. Hei kona mai.
Yeah. Can't eat that. 